0: Hello, and welcome to the Tarot To Go radio podcast. I'm Anastasia, with me tonight. Hello, Rose Red here. And our very special guest, Falassa. Aloha. Unfortunately, Artemis is having a bad case of things are happening at work and he must be there to deal with them because apparently nobody else can.
1: Which is not a surprise. He's very helpful and handy. Yes. So anyway, so he
0: sends his best and wishes he could be
1: here. So anyway, we have a couple of
0: interesting things to review for you tonight, and then we're going to spend time talking with Thalassa about all her upcoming exciting events and projects and everything else she has going on. Um, you know, making that face, young lady, <laughs> it's a good thing this is not a video <laughs> podcast.
2: My face will freeze like
0: that. <laughs> if somebody hits you on the back, be careful.
1: <laughs> so anyway, so Rose, do you want to start with whatever good you brought in tonight? Okay, well, I brought in the well-worn Path deck. Uh, put out by Raven Gramosny and Stephanie Taylor, with art by Mickey Moeller.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: it is based on some of the European traditions that they follow and that they are promoting with their, their College of the Crossroads. Uh, that they're offering It was going to be An actual school But they've turned it Into an online school Just to make it More convenient For more people to go Well that way You don't have to Buy a plane ticket And go somewhere Exactly And okay. and you can do it It's a 13 week course Or 13 month course Excuse me That mm-hmm. you take But the deck That they put out It goes with it But it also works For just regular readings And uh, making sure That you can get Some more in depth Into studying Their philosophy Of European paganism Hmm So the deck contains tools that someone would use uh, if they're a practitioner, such as the anthem and the cauldron, also the pentagram. They also talk about uh, the altar and the wine cakes. Mm -hmm. And then, of course... We like cakes and wine. Cakes and wine are always good. The key. And then, of course, it goes into the different elements. There's a fire, water, air, cards, as well as a hand-fasting card. Talk about Aww. that and give you more in depth on that. The the <laughs> Your purpose face
0: is gonna freeze like that, philosopher.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna giggle across the table. Um, there's all there's just a lot of the artwork is very well done and it gives you a way to look into the cards and the concepts a little bit more depth. In depth. Mm-hmm. Also, the point of the deck was actually not just divination, based on tarot because it's not, um, but more of their philosophy of how you would use the tools of the craft, and I keep babbling. Um, (laughs) But you do it so charmingly. Oh, so thank you. Um, Again, they had four ideas for the deck itself. The specific ways would be um, to learn the meanings of the symbolism, teachings for yourself, as well as alignment and ritual. Mm -hmm. They uh, pretty much visualized each person to to go through the deck one card at a time to fall into it, if you will. Uh, into each card and get your own meaning out of it, as well as combining it with the meanings they've given you, so that it c- speaks to you. Oh, so the card meditations. Right, and then also they had um, there's three divination uh, spreads that they had along with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is called the cauldron. One mm-hmm. is the okay. Now when I forgot to write all my notes down, <laughs> it's a great thing when we're prepared. Um, the pentagram spread. <laughs> And then, of course, the crossroads spread, mm-hmm. um, and they can be piled on top of each other so that oh. you can read one and then reshuffle, read the next one, or just keep building on them. Oh, use the whole deck for use the reading. Use the whole deck for the reading. <gasps> yes. So it's kind of an interesting way to look at it. Interesting. Like, so yeah. lots of, of detail in the pictures as mm-hmm. well.
0: So you know it, it, it
1: is not a typical tarot. It is a no, divination deck. it is a divination cool. deck. Now, mind you, they are going to add more cards to it. It's a 40-card deck currently. They're mm-hmm. going to make it an 80-card deck, so they're going to add 40 more cards in September. Mm-hmm. Yeah, They, they um, did a sneak preview at Con. They did. And Did you go to that? Yes, I did. Okay. And they talked about what the... <laughs> <laughs> To which part <laughs> did I go to? Yes, I, I did go to well, that. Okay,
0: that, but did you go to, to, to Raven and Stephanie's particular session? Yes. Yes, I knew you were at Pantheon.
1: <laughs> That's what I was answering. I was like, okay, weird. Yes, yeah, I did no, go to that. No, I knew
0: <laughs> you were at Pantheon. Did you go to their sessions? Yes,
1: maybe? I did go to you their, their sessions. You go to sessions? <laughs> yes, I actually went to wow. sessions. I know, it was well, amazing. Okay, I don't usually get to do that, but. You
0: know, for those of who aren't full-time on staff, you know, getting to go to sessions that one isn't teaching does happen. Everyone's I know, really? sometimes we get <laughs> yeah, You thinking. should try it sometime, Thalassa. It's a really unique way to experience PantheaCon. It'll give you something else to think about. <laughs> and, and for those of you listening at home, why this is so funny is because Thalassa is in charge of the vendor room at PantheaCon, so she never gets to do anything except be in the vendor room. And the hotel
1: liaison. And the, the hotel, hotel liaison.
0: So she never gets to do anything except be in the, the vendor room and deal with problems and problem people all weekend, except when she breaks away to do a couple of workshops that she herself leads. So the idea of Thalassa ever being able to attend a session is humorous. Um, that's why we're laughing. Yeah. I, we hope you find it amusing as well.
1: Well, and, and you are amusing as well, so it's okay. <laughs> and there's that face again. Yeah. Okay. It's a
0: different face. It's,
1: <laughs> but, but it's a good face, yes. Anyway, uh-huh. um, so back to Raven and <laughs> Stephanie. <laughs> um, they put a lot of thought into this deck. You can honestly tell that. And also, one of the cards uh, towards the end of the deck, if you put them in card order, mm-hmm. is a picture of the two of them uh, offering to give you to help you down the path called initiation mm-hmm. and it's clearly Raven and Stephanie oh, that's that's nice. except for of course Raven has now shaved off the mustache but you know hey it was then when they made the deck he had full mustache and all mm-hmm. um, it's just it's a, it's a nice deck and the, the added cards that they previewed were um, the wheel of, T- of the year so you had all the different sabbats and the equinoxes as well. Mm-hmm. And they went into how those work with the deck that, that's already out. Mm-hmm. So we're looking forward to what they're going to put out.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it, it, um, the slides and the talk they did at Pentheacon were very interesting and intriguing. And um, Raven's Cauldron story. No, oh, time yes. I see the Cauldron card, I think of his Cauldron story. Briefly, they, they had been doing um, a class at some metaphysical shop or other, and Raven had found a cauldron he really liked, so he purchased it. And um, then it would, they'd already packed it, wouldn't fit in his suitcase so he was carrying it on the plane and <laughs> the TSA agent wasn't quite sure whether he could let him take this <laughs> cauldron <laughs> on, on the, the plane, plane. <laughs> and asked him to step aside to the special area and you know, Raven was saying, well, what's the problem here? And the guy said, well, you could, it's heavy. You could pick somebody, you could pick it up and hit somebody over the head with it. And Raven said, I'm an Aries, and sometimes I do things without thinking. And somebody's laptop was sitting there. I picked that up and held it up over my head and said, well, I could hit you over the head with this, too. And <laughs> <laughs> <You did not. laughs> things... <laughs> yeah. Um, fortunately, they worked things out, and Raven just put the laptop down and composed himself. And the supervisor came over and said, yeah, it's a cauldron, it's a bowl, it's a thing, whatever. Go on the take plane. it on the plane. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so now every time I see their cauldron card, I think of Raven holding a laptop over his head. And...
2: I have an athame story like that <laughs> in O'Hare.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, but I digress. But, we well, but, it's, but, it's, but that's okay. It's an athame in your carry-on?
2: It's a long story. It, okay. I it's tried what? to run bare bosom through the terminal, <laughs> brandishing it. <laughs> they were not amused. Is this
0: before or after 9-11? Before. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So before 9-11, maybe not so much. But now, yeah. Okay. Well, you know. <laughs> wow. So anyway. So that is The Well-Worn Path by um, Raven Gramazzi and Stephanie Taylor, um, published by Llewellyn, mm-hmm. our good our friends. Our good friends. <laughs> yes. Everybody on three, our, our good, good friends. friends. There we go. Um, and it's a beautiful deck. It's a very interesting book. And we very much look forward to the second half of it, which is The Hidden Path, which will be out this fall. Also mm-hmm. by Llewellyn. Yes. Yay. Uh, so I brought in what is perhaps one of the strangest tarots I have ever laid eyes upon. That's oh, an yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Velasa agrees with me. That, oh, my goodness. That is saying yes. a great deal. It is the tarot of the third millennium, except it's not really the third. It's the Roman numeral three, but you're supposed to intuit that it's the third millennium. And it's brought to us by our very interesting friends in Torino, Italy, Los okay. Um Bye. There is no particular um, um, author credited. The art is by Iason Um, but th- th- there's there's nobody claiming the text. So, <laughs> uh, it, it, it was it was it was it was a collaborative uh, work. I don't know, whatever. Um, so this is yeah, just a freaky weird tarot and. Um, the majors are in black and white, and they're these weird, medieval, spooky kind of drawings. But then they've got this modern stuff in them, like top hats mm-hmm. and and computer bits and what have you. Um, sort of they're, like a German opera set designer. Oh, well, you know, that's, yeah, that, that that's really very good. good. Um, but, but the majors are really freaky weird, but they're black and white, and you can just kind of grayscale them out and not really... But then you get to the miners and it's like, so what the heck happened here? Um, very colorful, um, again in a medieval sort of yeah. German opera style. But then, but then, um, they put in weird bits like URLs. So like the King of Cups has the URL in all the languages. You know how Lo Scarabao puts the, the, the name of the card in the multiple languages? Well, it's in some of the cards they're represented as URLs um, in the multiple languages. It's, it's, um, it's different. It's different. Um, some of them have um, bits of computer circuitry on them or, or uh, UPC codes. I was
1: going to say.
0: It looks like a UPC <laughs> yeah, code. Yeah, UPC code or I scan your
2: reading. Y- you could.
0: Cool. And, you know, who knows what would come up. Maybe we should run out to the warehouse and... We're, we're recording um, at a place that has a barcode scanner. I'm wondering what would go happen if we scan it. Um, so it's all this weird prevailing medieval imagery, and then um, oh, and there's insets of the uh, cards from the Tour de Marseille um, on the miners just. For the really confusing, nice effect of what the hell is going on
2: with this deck? There is no
0: concept. That's, um, that's what's so maddening. There
2: is no concept.
0: And and if you want it to make sense, this is not the deck for you. Um, the The court cards are very colorful, and then you get back to the the, the minors, the actual pips. And except for the inset of the Marseille card, there's no color. Um, They're again that weird black and white. Um, but if you look at them, there's a there's a scene on them, but it's not a complete scene. And if so, what you have to do is take all the cards from each suit and you put them together like a giant jigsaw puzzle. There are overlapping pieces of each one. Some of them are really hard to find, um, and so you and the pieces it, are
2: spooky when you put them together. Yes, so yes, they, are. They,
0: they, they 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 there's medieval scenes scenes of carnage and destruction and. Torture and auto da fe and if you should vivisection, get head, then, uh, and,
2: uh, illustrated manuscript, illuminated manuscript.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, so, just you know, all kinds of really jolly, disturbing. You could have nightmares for weeks about this stuff. If ever a deck begged to have its borders cut off, it is this one, because the pictures would go to go together much, much more better. easily. Have I had the time to do this? No. Um, we had the time to put it together, just not cut the edges off. Actually. Yes. We. We. we Stripped my dining room table and laid all the cards out and put the images together, and wow, are they disturbing! I only did
2: that for some of them, and then just what I, I'm better off without. This. You are, you yes. are,
0: you, 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 you may not have experienced it, but I can't say you completely missed it. You don't need these images and put it on your brain, but it is a very interesting, spooky, weird deck, and um, I've never found anybody who's willing to have a reading with it. So I have no idea how it reads. Okay. Oh, that was the next question. Have you tried um, reading with it? And I. Sh- don't think I want to read for myself with it because it's just—I don't know. it it This doesn't read like a tarot to me. This is a weird mind-bending. Um, you know, you could use it for meditation, I suppose, if you go for that kind of thing. Um, for me, this—this this is a deck. Um, I, I don't imagine working with it a lot, but it is interesting to have, and it is interesting to look at, and it is interesting to see what. Uh, too many hours of staring at medieval images and computer circuit boards can create, in terms, you know, as put through the filter of the tarot. As Thalassa is fond of saying, the tarot can accommodate anything. Even Compu- weird,
2: twisted, spooky art.
0: Even weird, twisted, spooky art paired with computer circuit boards and, and frogs. And frogs, yes. Or and people. it, yeah. It's, Thank it's, you, Los Scarabea. <laughs> yes. Oh, wow, so, you know. um, so yes, yeah, so there it is, the tarot of the third millennium. Um, check it out. Uh, just. To see what it's like, and you know, if you start working with it and think it's great, drop us a note and let us know. We'd yes, love please. to hear comments on somebody who's actually, uh, you
1: they know, working work with
0: this and and using it as a uh, functioning tarot for readings. So there you go. So now, oh, oh, your face is going to freeze <laughs> like that, Velasquez. <laughs> That was great. I know mean, maybe we should do a video podcast with Palasa next should, time. Like, sorry. Just to capture these expressions; they're fabulous. And and you're all dressed up in sparkly and sparkly, and our viewers can't enjoy it, but but our or our listeners, our listeners should know that is all dressed up and sparkly just for the occasion, mm-hmm. and we appreciate it. So, so, anyway, so Phyllosa, hi, producer of the San Francisco Bay Area Tarot Symposium, founder of the Daughters of Divination, Llewellyn author, tarot teacher, and all around magnificent human being. Why yes. You've greased us <laughs> with your presence this evening and we're delighted. Send it on high. Yay, woo! Woo! <laughs> so, well we're delighted. Thank you, because I know that like the next forty five minutes are the only time you have free between now and oh, I don't know, two thousand ten. So
1: nine. N- two thousand nine, okay. <laughs> Close okay. So don't
0: exaggerate.
1: Um,
0: so and you know, as always, there's a lot going on in the loss of land. Yeah, an so
2: enchanted we, place with a water slide.
0: <laughs> Ooh, I did. I missed the water slide. We have to. go I was going to ask, you know. So, um, maybe it's an e-ticket ride, and we just didn't buy the e-ticket. Oh, <laughs> uh, but you, <laughs> you know, just, just, just by referring to an e-ticket, you have just dated yourself. <laughs> I know. There's so many people under thirty who are going to. What's an e-ticket? Look it look up.
2: Look it up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's something in Wikipedia. Yes, I'm as, sure as there we're is. fond
0: of saying on the TTG podcast, look it up. So. What new and exciting, interesting things are happening in land? Well, the,
2: the most the most interesting and exciting thing is a project I'm doing next month um, called Shakespeare, Magic, and Tarot. Ooh. And I've been sending the, the publicity out with Shakespeare, exclamation point, magic, exclamation point, <laughs> Tarot, exclamation point. Mm-hmm. And it's a project I've wanted to do for a while, and I, I scheduled it as close as possible Shakespeare's birthday, oh, okay. or St. George's Day, if you don't believe the man from Stratford actually wrote the plays. Oh um, my
0: goodness. And um, it's... Wait, go- so, so sh- I'm sorry, Shakespeare's he, birthday is actually St. George's Day?
2: He was, um, he died on St. George's Day. Oh my goodness, and I did not his realize that. baptismal cer- certificate was dated, I forget... Extrapolating from the date, they mm-hmm. believe his birthday was the 23rd. Wow. But that's assuming that he, the, the man from Stratford really it wrote exists, the place right. and said, I don't go there. Okay. It's not the Earl of Oxford. No. <laughs> and we're, not, the, we're not even going to have an Earl of Oxford at the event.
0: And that's an entirely different podcast. Yes.
2: Um, but anyway, it's uh, it comes out of my love of Shakespeare, the mm-hmm. Renaissance, mm-hmm. especially the English Renaissance, the Tarot. Um, and magic and theater, and so it's an amalgam of those things using common household objects and many of my (laughs) friends. Um,
1: Which can be common household objects (laughs) as well.
2: (laughs) Well, some of them move, (laughs) but some of them don't, but they're decorative. Um, But I wanted to create this magical environment partially because our modern world is really devoid of magic and really devoid of wonder. And theater still is a place where we can still tap into that wonder. We can still tap into that thing that that, that makes us more than just little brains walking around. Theater, art, magic, uh, Chirot. And so I wanted to use um, the Renaissance English Renaissance as a focal point. And so, we're, what we're going to do is we're going to start with dance, courtly dance, uh, we're going to have uh, Queen Elizabeth and her court, we're going to have Morris dancers, we're going to have traditional sword dancers, um, we're going to have uh, people doing Renaissance sword play, we're going to have a lot of things that transport the attendees to a, a more wondrous time. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna be using Shakespeare's words, his glorious, glorious words, as a way of accessing the, the timeless wisdom that we, we so desperately need in, the, in these days and, and don't readily get. Um, our, our lives are fast, our lives are programmed, our, our lives are, are, are scheduled in a, in a linear, how do we live in a secular society? We've lost touch of the of the wonders, the divine, and I'm trying to create a day that anybody, even if they're not particularly interested in magic or tarot, will be seduced into uh, finding something new and wonderful. Um, we're gonna do um, some stuff with the Shakespeare tarot that was created by Anita Llewellyn, which is a wonderful deck. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be doing um, something that a, a part of a larger project I'm working on called The Oracle of the Globe, mm-hmm. which Ooh. is a divination system um, based on Shakespeare and Elizabethan England, and it's still miles from completion, but I'm going to use a piece of that.
0: Um, is it? I'm, I'm sorry. So that that's something you personally are actually developing? Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah it's, wow. It's, C- can you tell us anything about it? Is it all still a deep, dark secret?
2: Oh, it's still... It's still on cocktail napkins and ah, an envelope okay. along with my book. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, and I come up with another idea and I put it in the envelope. and. Okay, uh,
0: I, I, I just, but yeah,
2: it's a—it's going to be a system. It'll be a card and board game. Um, oh, mm-hmm. And I have a, a friend who is working on um, developing games. And so mm-hmm. when I ever get this to, to that point, I, I will be able to actually make it a real-life board and cards and maybe even some little pieces and stuff and oh, wow. it, it'll be um, using the globe as the microcosm of the world oh that's never happened before but, <laughs> no, but um, it's still a it. very good idea but I love Shakespeare and I've got, I've got all this wonderful um, information in my head and so the, the Oracle of the Globe is is using some of that and I'm going to be doing a I don't want to give it away but I'm going to be doing a, a piece of that Ooh. um uh, Utilizing the Shakespearean tarot because I obviously haven't developed the cards yet mm-hmm. um, for the Oracle of the Globe, so that's going to be really exciting. We're gonna—it's still shaping up. We're, we're we're probably going to have somebody playing um, William Shakespeare and mm-hmm. someone playing Christopher Marlowe. Ooh. We're trying to get someone to pl- um, play Dr. D. Oh, and how fun! We're probably going to do some learned, witty discourses um, whenever mm-hmm. when each attendee walks in. Um, they will reach into a, a, a oversized tankard and pull out a quote of Shakespeare for the day. Also uh, following what we do at bats there'll also be a tarot card and some chocolate so you get a, sh- a quote from Shakespeare, a tarot card and a piece of chocolate before you've even walked into the room. Oh, what a great start to the day. Yeah, I figure that'll get people going. And Mm -hmm, and the day will be a very immersive kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Unlike BATS, which has lots of vendors and lots of things going on, this is going to be a very immersive experience where people walk in and they are subsumed into the action. And um, it goes from start to finish and then they are released, and we'll probably, we'll be using a spiffy Shakespearean speech to close out the day. Wow,
0: so so this sounds like a lot more interactive rather than sitting in a 50 minute, somebody pontificating, Um, I mean, I love bats, I love the speakers, but it's a very different thing sitting in a chair for 50 minutes listening to somebody talk Versus, actually, it sounds like there's a lot of involvement and a lot of right. opportunity, particularly for those who haven't been exposed to a lot of things like the dancing and the swordplay, to really see it and experience it rather than just
2: yes, yeah. And different from the Renaissance fair where a lot of us <laughs> cut our chops in that it will be focused. You mm-hmm. will really mm-hmm. be able to pay attention to what's happening, and and the the guiding principle is is a at the end of the day you, you should feel like you've had not only this wonderful theatrical experience but also a sort of mind-challenging um, and possibly even uh, divinatory experience because there will be, because everything I do is informed by divination, there will be opportunities, mm-hmm. it will be like a day-long theater, ritual, reading, thing, but it will be lively and fun, because everything (laughs) I do has to be fun, or else I don't do (laughs) it.
0: (laughs) Wow, it sounds amazing. So, what made you say, gosh, I'm going to build a tarot-themed event around Shakespeare?
2: Well, to begin with, the thing that started me doing bats was the San Francisco Bay Area Turo Symposium, for those of you following along at home, <laughs> um, was that I, I, re, I basically received a mandate from the universe. Mm-hmm. I, I, have, I I can't even call them muses, I, I, I get assignments, and I've been wanting to do this for a while. Mm-hmm. And um, I was doing a, a, a sympos- Turo Symposium in the spring, and it just wasn't catching a, uh, enough interest, and I thought, well look, let me do something that I've wanted to do for a while, combining the various things that I love that I think have relevance in today's world and 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 throw it out there and and try to reach a broader audience and see what happens and This is something I've been wanting to do for a couple of years, um, but I'm already on to to other projects they <laughs> <laughs> have other things in the works, but this is something that I I wanted to do. I've never done anything quite like this, and I don't know that anything has been done like this by anybody else. So it's it's all new and exciting and terrifying, (laughs)
0: Um,
2: and we'll see. And if it works, then I may do it again next year. Mm -hmm. uh, And if not, I I may move on to the T. S. Eliot. Wasteland Tarot Scavenger Hunt or the Golden Dawn Cocktail Party. (laughs) Um,
0: Hmm, Other ideas I
2: have (laughs) floating around in my beady little brain.
0: Just Elliot. You know, I'm not getting the cheerful theme there. Because I do not hope to turn, because I do not hope to turn again. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So, what kind of person would do you, would you expect come to come to this event? What kind of audience do you think will magically manifest?
2: Well, I'm reaching out to more people than just the Tarot people who mm-hmm. are interested. Um, people who are uh, involved in Tarot tend to be very enthusiastic, but there are not a lot of them. I, I'm I'm reaching out to people who may have enjoyed the renaissance fair but wanted something more um, people who are interested in in theater, people who mm-hmm. are interested in Shakespeare in specific, um, people are just looking for a different um, immersive experience um, so I, I'm really um, reaching out beyond my usual um, crowd mm-hmm. and um, I'm hoping that, that we'll, we'll get, and, and people may come to, to a, a to find that they, they might want to go to a Chiro symposium or a class or take up the Chiro, but the Chiro is only part of this whole experience. Mm-hmm. In fact, I realized with a, a shock of horror that, that as I'm shaping this program right now, I don't have a lot of Chiro. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's all right, um, but it, it's gonna have a lot, of, a lot of Shakespeare and Shakespearean stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that the people for whom that will appeal will, will come. Mm-hmm. And we've got such a huge, um, culture, we have so many uh, companies that do Shakespeare, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. such a wide audience, and it's part of the, the, you know, every summer is just um, lousy with with (laughs) Shakespeare, and, and, and every conceivable uh, venue um, mm, you know, Shakespeare and the eucalyptus trees Shakespeare <laughs> for
0: squirrels <laughs> that's that's a season subscription you have right you know, Shakespeare for, for squirrels, squirrels. yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, it's very hard
2: to see a little squirrel Hamlet holding an acorn painted like a skull okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, or perhaps not well <laughs> trying to get the buttoned in the doublet I
0: gotta yeah. tell you. Get the still so so speaking of doublets you um, do you, if people want to come in costume, is that okay?
2: I am encouraging it. Um, all of the daughters of divination who will be helping, um, I've encouraged them to to come in in something not modern. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we really want to to sort of get people from the moment they walk in the door of the place. And, you know, leave your twenty first century cares at the door. Mm-hmm. And, you know, step back into a time. Where where things weren't as structured, where where things weren't all discovered and explained, where where you could be more courtly, you could Mm. you can be more antic, you can you can express yourself more freely. So if if people want to to come, even just a little dressed up, um, Mm. wear a wear a poofy poet shirt, you know. Mm You know, wear a gestures hat, though we would ask that you keep the bells quiet during the lectures.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's one of those details. You know, when you sneeze, and it goes, Jeez, and Jeez, then Jeez, like Jeez. suddenly you give yourself black eyes. I don't. It's um, like a cat but cat-tell. but don't let the fact that you don't feel you have a proper costume keep you away. Oh no, no, that it's that not that
2: a was. costumed event per se. <laughs> it is. It is more the idea that that people can just relax and be taken away mm-hmm. and, you know, there'll be sort of like watching a, a diorama constantly shifting you know now the here's the queen now here's Shakespeare now there's some dancing now there's a, a, a class now there's yeah, so there's, there's this constantly shifting thing and and so you know if you if you want to wear something that, that helps set your mood mm-hmm. outside of our modern times, that's great, but you don't have to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. We do ask that you wear
0: clothes, but other than then, that. You know, the, 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 you know, San Francisco does have laws about that. So Yes, they do. Mm-hmm. Not much. But Not much. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Wow. Well, it sounds like it's going to be just a fabulous time. I'm, I'm
2: hoping. I'm very excited about it, and mm-hmm. um, I, I just... I, I, I like trying new things and I, I like um, I also like subverting the dominant paradigm I like mm-hmm. events that, that that take us out of the endless grind of our existence you know we've mm-hmm. narrowed our range of focus so much and it, I like things that are wonderful and exciting and interesting and different and 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 tap into the the, the larger uh, Issues about being human, mm-hmm. and that's where the Shakespeare comes in. Shakespeare, so there was a, I was reading an article in Harper saying, you know, why did Shakespeare conquer the world? Mm-hmm. And it's partially because you know great big meaty roles for actors, all the scenery you can chew,
0: but it's also <laughs> because and, then some. and then
2: some depending on how how much you're overacting. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also that his language and his situations have a universality. He mm. he unlike many of his contemporaries and unlike many modern playwrights for that matter, <laughs> he taps into what essentially makes us human, that mm-hmm. remains unchanging, just despite the, you know, the, the differences in clothes and, 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 and manners and that sort of thing. There are certain universal things mm-hmm. that he wrestles with, and that's why people are still doing. Shakespeare in the park. I can't see Ben Johnson in the park having quite the same following.
0: I, I, I don't feel compelled by that. No. You know,
2: that mm-hmm. yearly production of kids' Spanish tragedy. Yeah, <laughs> i
0: never miss it. Uh, mm, <laughs> yeah. uh, I've actually read part
2: of the Spanish tragedy, uh, so that you don't yeah. have to. <laughs> I
0: I was an English major. These things happen. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm be worse. Or it could be
2: easier. Sir Gwain and the Green Knight. No, in
0: German. Canterbury
2: Tales in
0: Middle English. But well, we digress. Uh, <laughs> yes. uh, actually, I didn't mind The Canterbury Tales in Middle English. It was it was a, it was a challenge. It was,
2: I like. I can't read it anymore without thinking of Elliot, how he opens The wasteland. April
0: is the cruelest <laughs> <numb. not> month.
2: <laughs> take that, no, Jeffrey Chaucer. True. Yeah,
0: yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so. Gosh, so it should should, pe- should people like sit down and reread all their Shakespeare no, before they no, come? No, 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 no.
2: I think you know, for Shakespeare isn't really meant to be read. Mm-hmm. Shakespeare is meant to be spoken. Shakespeare is meant to be experienced. And so we're going to be pulling out the juicy bits. Oh, good. No, you know, we're, we're, we're not gonna Shakespeare's be, we're greatest not gonna, hits. Yeah, we're not going to be doing you know like whole swaths of, of Henry the
0: <laughs> oh uh, no
2: no no no! We're going to be doing you know high points. We're going to be doing mm-hmm. snippets. We're going to be doing speeches. Mm-hmm. We're gonna be doing. Oh, lovely, great. Maybe some scene work. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And imaginary discourses and mm-hmm. things like that. So, no, nobody needs to brush They may want to brush out and, and 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 brush up their Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. The brush
0: up your Shakespeare, yes. yes. Uh, um, <laughs> and Field
2: Bookstore is uh, going to be setting up their their little tent, and they. They're going to be bringing um, books about Elizabethan theater, books about Shakespeare, Dr. D, um, a wide variety of things, not not their usual occult slash mm-hmm. hero okay. thing, but things also about the theater, about the magic, about the times. Mm-hmm. That's oh, great. Thing. So if somebody has a sudden burning, itching desire to read a sonnet, <laughs> it'll be should, right They there. should be able to get one. Well, that's,
0: that's great, and they... Fields always has the best selection. Oh yeah. And they're, they're,
2: they're kind of excited because this is stuff that they don't get Good a chance, chance to trundle out. Mm-hmm.
0: Nice. Yeah. Wow. Incredible. So what else should we know about this event?
2: Um, I think just show up and surrender yourself. Yeah.
0: Get, and get, get your tarot card, get
2: your quote, get your <laughs> chocolate, and,
0: and, go. and go. So what are the pertinent details?
2: It is on Saturday, April 21st, which is the, the date closest to Shakespeare's birthday. At the First Unitarian Universalist Center in San Francisco, which is at Geary and Franklin, Mm -hmm. it will start at ten and go till five. Okay. Um, It will be. It will start. um, We we will be starting with a very specific um, presentation, and we will go go straight through with a a break for lunch. Okay. Um, Mm -hmm. And it is. um, uh, I've. Get the pricing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. It's on the website. It's on the website. And that
2: website is www.daughtersofdivination.com. All
0: one word. All one word. And you can register via PayPal or send in a check for those of you who don't like or don't trust or can't manage PayPal. I can't. I I cannot manage (laughs) PayPal. (laughs) That's why you have somebody to do it for you. See, it's, it's, you've, got the, you've got it figured out. You have staff to do things for you.
2: No, I can't manage my, my own personal PayPal. I destroyed oh. my personal <laughs> PayPal account. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. So uh. whenever I get those spam things about <laughs> your PayPal account, I laugh.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I, I got one for a bank the other day. It's like, I've never had an account there. I don't even know where this bank is. You're kidding me, right? Um, it's so in you, Nigeria. Yeah, yeah, oh, <laughs> Yes. Um, So, so daughtersofdivination.com for all the details and how to register. And you will want to register. There is a a discount for uh, Mm -hmm. pre-registering. And we
2: also don't know how many people are going to show up. Um, The Unitarian, it's in one room of the the Unitarian Center, and I really, I have to limit the space because we're going to have a big open area for the dancing and the sword play and Mm -hmm. that sort of thing. So it's not going to be,
0: I can't... uh, it, it's got a limit, so act
2: now. Please. Yes, <laughs> please.
0: Yes, Buy your tickets while they're still available. If tickets are available, they will be for sale at the door the day of the event, but don't miss out, because this is going to be fabulous. So, book your tickets now. Right now. Log on. Marky forward. <laughs>
1: Go ye to the website, Sarah. Again, www.daughtersofdivination.com Yes.
0: Um, so, wow, this sounds amazing, and like it's taking up all of your time and energy, and yet, and yet I can imagine that perhaps there are other projects afoot in philosophy. Yes.
2: Well, I'm not a real key- teaching craze right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I fi- am I find that, and it's not just a reason to not write
0: the book. <laughs> oh, um, it's research for the book.
2: It actually is. I, mm-hmm. I've been developing, what happens is I get going on these creative ferments, and mm-hmm. uh, so the, the the things I've been doing in my classes have been sort of triggering stuff, which I occasionally actually write down for later, Um, but it's been, it's been, um, it's been fun, I'm going to be teaching um, at Fields Books in June, um, which will be something new and exciting, um, in addition to doing my usual ancient ways stuff, and so I'm doing that and I'm going to be doing, working a couple of the smaller renaissance fairs um, in the, the whatever royal court. (laughs) <laughs> um, there's going to be a fair in um, early May in Auburn, and they're going to have a, oh. a late wi- late rain Queen Elizabeth. Oh, was so it the Queen Bess fair? No, mm? I forget. It's something mm. crossing Karen crossing. Uh, or I, like. I, I so I jo- it sounds adorable, mm-hmm. and you know, <laughs> I'm going to get to suit up in tons of velvet and <laughs> go tromping around in the mud and the bugs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, mm.
0: ooh, yeah, fun.
2: And uh, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm doing some other things, but you know, it just uh, I, I seem to be constitutionally incapable of sitting
0: still, <laughs> <laughs> unless there's a crossword puzzle involved.
2: Unless there is a crossword puzzle, that, that some way they, sometimes they, uh, the uh, significant other will dangle <laughs> the crossword puzzle in front of me. Sit down. Um, I am also getting ready for the October uh, Bay Area, San Francisco Bay Area Chiro Symposium, mm-hmm. which will be moved to an earlier date in October, October the sixth. Ooh. And it, the previous week will be um, the LA Tarot Symposium. Oh. Lat. So what we're trying, what Barbara Gierlinski and I are trying to do, is bring the two dates close together so that pe- we can get people like James Wells from Canada or Rachel Pollack from New York, mm-hmm. or um, you know people who, for whom it's difficult to come out for just one event. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna, so we're going to be doing. I know Julia uh, Kuchia-Watts, who created the march? So <laughs> yes is coming out for both events. Oh, lovely! Um, it'll be very, very exciting. So I'm already starting work on that, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. is you know, massaging people. And Linda, of course, you want to do it. There's, there's nothing like a bath. There is nothing Not like a
1: bath. <laughs>
2: um, so that's that's something I'm always doing, and I really am working on the book mm-hmm. and this Oracle of the Globe thing, and um, uh, so. It, I, and I'm I'm doing some articles. I'm going to be doing working on the um, the Well and reader um, mm-hmm. again.
0: I, I always love reading your pieces in that because it just it's it's such a refreshing change of pace in your approach to the tarot.
2: I was really <laughs> honored when Mary Greer said something very similar to that.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Sort of like, well, I just when I write seriously. I'm really, really
0: pretentious So I try hard not to be (laughs) Is it you channeling weight there? Yeah, Arthur Edward Waite Yes, uh keep
2: (laughs) Obfuscating the vulgar (laughs) Keeping the veil over the toes Of the divine God forbid her ankles be seen I've been channeling weight In some of my classes
0: Ooh, how entertaining! <laughs> okay, what does he have to say?
2: Um, he's usually disapproving.
0: I'm shocked. I was going to say. Yeah, I'm shocked. Uh, uh, gosh, well, and um, you have one more. You're appearing at another event that you haven't mentioned yet. Oh my God! Um, um so allow me just. Yeah, um, yes. Good. Uh, Saturday, May twenty-sixth at the San Francisco. First Unitarian Universalist Center. They really
2: Center. want you to say that. They told me that on New Yes, it's, it's, and I always things.
0: try to remember to get it in the right order, and I usually get something out of order. But I believe it's the first, first Unitarian, Unitarian Universalist, Universalist Center, Center of San, San Francisco. Francisco. There we go. Um, Tarot to go is presenting a World Tarot Day celebration, and Falasa has graciously agreed to appear and be one of our speakers. Yay! We are so excited. <laughs> but you know, I, I'm. A bit, I'm I'm only one of others. Yes, well it's, I'm it's, part of a stable. Well I wouldn't consider what would part, it's, it's <laughs> part of a stable. It's part of a star studded lineup. We, there we have go. Thalassa, We have Joseph Martin, the author of The Quest Tarot, who has appeared on our podcast before. Indeed. We have James Wanless, who is the creator of the Voyager Tarot, who has appeared on our podcast. Um and we will have Mary Greer. Oh yes. And if I have to tell you who Mary Gurr is, well, go Google her. Um uh, sure, really. yeah. <laughs> You should know by now. you um, mentioned her
1: quite frequently. Yes,
0: Mary Gurr has also appeared on our podcast. So um, we're very excited. Um, for them, we'll be speaking individually on various topics um, vaguely related to the theme of World Tarot Day.
2: Oh, um, I I know my topic. Oh, oh which, in fact, I, I emailed you with it this very day. Oh my goodness, that I, I've been offline all day. That is tarot.
0: Oh, oh. I like that. Yeah. I like As that. Someone
2: who who comes from a place of of listening to you know, the sometimes insistent wine of the universe. Um, <laughs> uh, I feel that the, the tarot is one of those things that that leads us in directions that. We would not ordinarily go left to our own devices. Mm -hmm. That's one of its gifts. Mm -hmm. Some might say one of its. Not, yeah. not so gifty things. <laughs> but, but no, I, I, in fact, my, my, I did publish a self-publishing book long ago in a galaxy far, far away called A, a Gift of tarot Really? And it was a... In fact, there are very few copies left. Ooh. I may bring some out to sell it bad. Woohoo oh. Dibs!
1: Ooh. See, I was going to say. <laughs> dibs. Where's my copy? Yeah. You've got two sold already. You know, was, there you
2: uh, go. <laughs> but yeah, I recently found when I moved, and I still have some of them left. But, oh, um, it, it, I, I I always thought of uh, Tarot as a gift, and mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I thought I the idea of World Tarot Day is to to freely give of the, the wonder and the, the, the joy that is Tarot, and so I thought I would take that as my topic.
0: Splendid. Yeah, Beautiful. and we're, we're so excited. I was so happy because it's like, because, well, as you know, trying to get people to appear at your event, and so, you know, inviting people and... And like, well maybe they'll also be in town and she won't have anything else to do and you know, all you can do is ask and, and you very graciously said yes and
2: you could use my time honored formula chocolate, sexual favors, and dancing girls, <laughs> or boys.
0: It depends on what you choose. Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's um, well, I, I, I just, I, I didn't start with bribes. I figured I'd just start by asking and then oh, move to the bribes if it became necessary. Gosh. Where's your sense of adventure? But, well, it, it's, it's, It, it could yeah. be rewards right? <clears throat> Yeah, for yeah. showing up. You now get, dun, yeah, dun, dun,
2: pixie yeah. you know, sticks, fairy dust, and cabana boys. There you
0: are. You mm, have to check the ID on the cabana
1: boys, make sure they're of age. How about cabana men? Oh, we'll no, no it's, it's not the, same. No, it's it's not not the so same They come in a crate with little holes <laughs> <laughs> I have a standing order from FedEx Okay,
0: well then we'll, um, we'll check with
2: your sources Taste for
0: loin cola, so <laughs> Fluffy tail Wow, have we digressed <laughs> Welcome to the Yes. Anyway, so that's World Tarot Day um, Saturday, May 26th here in San Francisco World Tarot Day is actually May 25th um, Every year That's inconveniently a Friday this, this year, year. Mm-hmm. So we're having a celebration on Saturday because I can't expect everybody to take the day off. It'd be great. I think it'd be fabulous if it were a national holiday. And everybody yeah. could. But until then, we're doing it on Saturday. All right. We ha-
2: we need more national holidays.
0: Yes, we do. It's, it's you know, Italy is just so far ahead of us on this. They have 17. Oh, 17. 17. Europe, wow. Europe
2: is, is yes. such a bastion of civilization. Yes. But then the whole Orient closes down for two weeks around their New Year's. Mm-hmm. We could learn from this.
0: Yes, they're setting fine examples, and we're not... We're not following them. So, um, well, well, it sounds like your your dance card is just incredibly full, as usual.
2: Yeah, plus I also have this day job thing <laughs> that has lots of meetings and travel to exotic places like Sacramento, Ooh. gateway of dubious enchantment. Mm. <laughs> no. Nothing well, personal <clears throat> for those of you listeners who are coming to
0: Sitting in Sacramento and listening to this. Yes, it is is not anything against Sacramento in particular. It's It's just just, it means going to Sacramento. Well, it means going to Sacramento and sitting in a faceless office building in a stuffy conference room listening to people drone on and on.
2: Or going to the rabbit warren that is the legislature's offices. That's always a treat, too. And getting lost. Is that the Trail of Bread comes? Yeah, Yeah. Trail Uh of Bread. there are competing trails of breadcrumbs because oh, everybody's got the same idea. You,
0: you could like dye yours bright pink or something, and yeah. color code them. Wow. But anyway. <clears throat> <laughs> yes. Wow. Well, oh look, we've digressed again. Hmm. How about that? Goodness. So I, it just um, you're you're doing all this stuff and you've got these classes and these projects and these events that you're doing and what makes you? Why? <laughs> I don't know how to Why ask the hell call? do you do this? Yeah, well, yeah, I was going to say it. What's the point? How to politely ask? So why why do you do this to yourself? I mean, I know what you put into in preparing these events because while you don't take yourself or the tarot seriously, you do take it very seriously to present a good class and to present a solid event. And there's a like huge amount of work and planning and preparation that goes into that. Plus, your Virgo, and
1: almost a Libra.
0: And so, what 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 what's behind this? What what drives you, or is it just insomnia? I'm barking mad. Oh. Um,
2: but in all seriousness, I actually do take the Tarot profoundly seriously. Um, it is one of the few things that I do because I believe that um, study of the Tarot connects you to the, the innermost depths of oneself and to the very heart of the universe. Um, I feel very strongly about it, and I feel that by working the oracles, honestly, you are perverting the ground, polluting the groundwater consensus reality. You are giving people <laughs> an opening to get them away from the, the toxins. Our, our, our modern life is so incredibly toxic. Um, we, we move too fast. We don't get a chance to think or consider. And things like Tarot enable you to sit down and be quiet and listen. To wisdom, not the latest flashy thing, but the, the, the literally the ageless wisdom, and I think that's an important gift. I think that is something that we need. Um, we are desperate for spiritual and, and emotional sustenance, and the tarot is a medium of that. And so I like to expose people to it, but I also like to um, get the people who work with it to, to to connect to it on a different on a on a, on a deeper level. But also, without, without the, the obfuscating layers, I mean, getting through to the core of the tarot, you've got to scrape out, off these incrustations, you know, centuries of barnacles, <laughs> and you know, all this, oh, remember, O oh man, that the unwashed must be protected from this ageless wisdom. It's horse manure, I mean, <laughs> it's one of those things that the cards are so evocative, and they work on so many levels, and they're such a wonderful thing. And so I want to bring them to as many people as possible, but I also want the people who are already working with it to think about it in new and different ways. I've never met an icon. I didn't want a class, mm-hmm. I cannot deal with 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 rigid, received um, uh, learning. And so I want to bring you know like open up the windows and bring in fresh air. And so mm-hmm. I'm actually compelled. I you know there are times where I'm, I'm strictly on a mission, and it, w- whether I'm tired or whether I'm cranky doesn't matter. It's like what I'm doing is, is so important and, and which makes me sound like a monomaniacal um, uh, yes it does and, and, <laughs> I, and I am. Um, But
0: you hide it well. You you cover it with the charming and everybody goes along with it. I
2: have an ego as big as all outdoors, but I'm willing to subsume it Mm -hmm. to the greater good. It's Mm -hmm. like, at that, I mean, I I get up there and I laugh and I play and I facilitate and that sort of thing, but the more important thing is to put it on this wonderful experience. Mm -hmm. I really like to seduce people out of their everyday existence, and whether that's performing at the Renaissance Fair or teaching people theater or doing tarot, it, it's constantly trying to jog people out of out of their, their usual way to, mm-hmm. uh, of thinking and acting, and making them think in new and different ways. Because that's the only way that, that, that real richness of living and real healing could come about. And it really is. I I'm, I'm, I received a mandate in 1991 um, to do this work and I was told pretty clearly that I do it either until I can't or it stops being fun. And it's still fun and I still can, knock on wood, so I keep going.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: Sort of like I'm on this constant beeper from the universe. It's like, Mm -hmm. okay, you get to do this now. (gasps) Yes, sir. (laughs) Smart salute. Um, But it's something I believe in to the bedrock of my being. It's one of the few constants of my character is this this service? Mm-hmm. I, I'm here. You know, Virgos are very much about service, and, and though I am almost a Libra, if my mother had held her breath, I'd be a Libra. <laughs> but there's <laughs> enough Virgo in there to believe in, in service and duty to a higher cause. Mm-hmm. And so that's pretty much that's what I'm all about. Besides the laughing and playing and being silly and making really ridiculous faces,
0: <laughs> there's one I mean, now. Yes. <laughs> She <laughs> so just demonstrated a s particularly outstanding one. Yes. That was the trademarked reptilian grin. Ah, uh, was that what that was?
2: Yes. Houston ah. okay. okay. we've got fruit flies.
0: Oh my dear. Oh, okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> it's because
2: I'm so sweet they can't resist.
0: I thought it was yaw. the fruit on your hat.
2: Uh, oh no, those are my shoes, I love the little tasteful cherries on my shoes.
0: Oh. Yes. <laughs> <It's Garmin. laughs> <my whole> love. <laughs> wow. So, what else should we know about the Land?
2: Uh, about the Lost Land, aside from the water slide? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it,
0: it's just you know
2: <laughs> and the, the
1: amazing turnstile that goes round and round and yeah. round. <laughs> is there, is there anything happening specifically just for you that you're looking forward to this year?
2: Uh, maybe not this year, but I recently um became engaged.
0: Oh, congratulations! My
2: long-standing co-conspirator, I mean co-director. Um, <laughs> And uh, what I'm not sure what we're going to do, but it will probably be a great big event. And since I'm really good at doing great big events, I know I will bring it. It will be fabulous, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I'll bring mm-hmm. it in on time and hopefully <laughs> under <under-punch> budget. <laughs> <it. laughs> and that's, that's kind of big. I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm enough of a romantic that I I, I, I get kind of mm-hmm. gooey about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it's sweet. So, so nice. often I don't have much in terms like my personal life is sort of all my projects, mm-hmm. but I, you know, I actually do have a life <laughs> beyond that all. Oh, of course you
1: do. And
0: you're willing to share with us? That's yes. very nice. Well, Thank you. Oh, well, yes. how lovely. Congratulations. Yeah, yes. we're, we're all very happy and delighted yeah, for you. Yeah. And he's such a nice guy. And he is, actually. Yeah. And and,
2: and I've, I, he was always interested in tarot, but he's a Scorpio. And, mm-hmm. and now <laughs> he has lots of decks and lots of books. And... <laughs> pontificates on various <laughs> message boards and stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm fond of saying you learned at the chubby knees of the best.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, have to agree. Well, have not just
2: hear. my chubby knees, but uh. other chubby knees. <laughs> I, well, actually, Jim
0: is probably bony. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He wears long trousers. He we'll just one. leave it to the imagination and, yeah. 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 Wow, well, great. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Velocity. This oh. has been... Delight and fun and informative as all get out, as (laughs) always being in your classes and your seminars and your events are. We're very excited about this Shakespeare, Magic, and Tarot event. Oh, definitely. And again, that's Saturday, April 21st at the First, first Unitarian, Unitarian Universalist, Universalist Center of San, San Francisco. Francisco. And full details on the website at daughtersofdivination.com. It's the big thing in big letters above the fold, so you'll be able to find it very easily. If you click on it, go to a link, it has all its own pages, including um, all your information, including how to register, because you don't want to miss it.
2: Nope. You know? Great! I think, I, I think so. I think you, you need to do this. You need this in your
0: life. Well, we're definitely going to be there. Indeed. You shall
2: be transformed.
0: Oh, Hmm. hmm. well. I was so kind of looking to be enlightened. Cause is that transcendent transcendent transcendent
2: okay
0: i can go with transcendent transubstantiated no 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 that's <laughs> no no no, that's, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no I, you know i have aspirations but that might be a little much for just a one day event that's that's the weekend workshop right mm-hmm. there we go but great with, but sweat,
2: with sweat lodge mm-hmm. oh, yes but
0: but we're, we're quite looking forward to it i'm very excited about attending uh, ah, it's yes. been on my calendar since i first heard about it so mm-hmm. quite looking forward to it and I believe Rose is going to be there as well. Yes, indeed. All dressed up and ready to go. Yes. So thank you so much. We're quite looking forward to Shakespeare, Magic, and Tarot, April 21st. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you know, that is one of the points of being on the podcast is get an opportunity to plug your projects. So great. Well, I think that's all for tonight then. Yeah. Thank you, Rose. Thank you. Thank you, Thalassa. Why, thank you. Thank you for the listeners at home, and we'll talk to you again soon. Talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. on.